All right, Patriots, hardliners, warriors for Christ, it's time to stand up and take your nation back. Are you ready? It's time to assemble. It's time to return God back at the top of the throne where he belongs and get Christ back in our heart where he belongs. They've crossed this line one too many times, and we are going to take this nation back once and for all. Isaiah 42:13 reminds us, the Lord goes forth like a warrior, like a man of war, he stirs up his fury. He shouts out his battle cry against his enemies, he shows his might, and that's what we will do here at his heart line. We will show his might. They have crossed this line for the last time. So let's take this nation back. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side. And they are the ones that are hosting this show because they are the boss. They are the ones that run this platform. Not me. I'm just a mouthpiece. I'm just a technical guy. And sometimes I get a lot of that job wrong. But it is Tuesday, July 26, 2022. Uh, at least it is here in West Michigan. It's a little about quarter after eight Eastern time zone here. So glad to have you all here. Uh, glad to see some of uh, the regulars here. Glad to see all of you, Dennis and Rita and Dastry. Glad to see all of you here. Uh, let's see here. And then, uh, and so today, what we're going to be talking about on his hardline discussion, we're going to talk about the Jural covenant of office also known as the jco now if you are not an assembly member you might be hearing that term and might be wondering what is a jural covenant of office what's a jco well we're going to get into that a little bit here in the show and uh it's very very important and if anybody has been listening to this for at least some sort of duration of time you'll know that i'm part of what's called the michigan general jural assembly as well as my county assembly and for anonymity purposes i try to keep my county on the down low uh not not because you know any particular reason but you know i try not to give my direct location even on the county level you know just because there are some loony bins out there and i just don't feel like putting myself or my family at risk not that I'm even big enough for, you know, myself to even be at risk, but you just never know. There's a lot of crazies out there. You know, you just, you just, you just never know. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> I tell you, the world's gone batty. And speaking of batty, you know what? Let's start off a little light. So I, I got to play this. I found this the other day. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. Just, just, I haven't even played it yet. I'm already thinking about it. So listen to this. Okay. So obviously, <clears throat> all right, let me approach this topic somewhat delicately first, because there's people in my family that have, um, how should I say this? They were gullible enough and they got the jab. Okay. And, um, it sucks, you know, because I know what the jab's going to do to a lot of people coming here in the next, you know, six to 10 years or sooner. Um, but I found this, uh, I found this uh, this 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 clip on YouTube. I think it was on YouTube, either that or Telegram, and it just goes to show you the level of lunacy with these people. They're like, "Oh, you got to get the jab. You got to get the jab because it'll keep you from getting the the Rona. You won't get the Rona if you get the jab. But yet, if you get the jab, you're getting the Rona like 38 times in like six months. Listen to this. <laughs> just just listen to this. You're okay. You're not gonna you're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Hey folks, guess you heard this morning I tested positive for COVID. And when people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. Dr. Fauci says he has COVID again. If you've done the right thing and gotten vaccinated, you deserve the freedom to be safe from COVID-19. And this morning, 
I learned, I, I tested positive for COVID-19 as well. With three doses that would be prevented, not just from serious illness, but from getting this virus, this Omicron variant, and therefore giving it to others. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews is in quarantine for seven days after testing positive to COVID. So I, I'm fully vaccinated. It gives me some comfort. Anthony Albanese has just tested positive for coronavirus. Uh, having received two doses of AstraZeneca, it's a very effective vaccine protection from symptomatic illness and therefore risk of transmission to others. I mean, that's the lunacy that we got. I mean, the, these people are just like, oh, yeah, you get the shot. It's uh, it's it's going to protect me. Thank God I got the shot because I won't get the Rona as bad. But yet these people are damn near dying, getting blood clots. They're getting myocarditis, periocarditis. Kids at the age of 10 are having strokes and heart attacks. That is not normal. That is just not normal. You know, it's just, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not trying to be Saturday. You know, what, is it, what is it, STL, SNL? Are you talking about Saturday Night Live, Dennis? Yeah, I'm not trying to be Saturday Night Live if that's what you're trying to reference. But this is the lunacy that I'm talking about. It really is insane because these people, again, I can't tell if this is for real or if this is kabuki theater or this is like the biggest clown show in the world. But it really is astounding to me because these people keep saying, oh, you got to get the shot. And then it'll prevent you from getting COVID. You'll have all the freedom and you know in the world, but yet these people are getting more and more sick. But if you actually look at the people, like didn't Biden just get supposedly, uh, didn't he uh, just get, um, what's the word I'm talking about? He just got like diagnosed, didn't he? He just tested positive for COVID this past week. I mean, that's kind of interesting. I mean, because I thought he was like triple and quadruple jabbed up. But yet, and, and I think all of his staff, I'm not even called the administration, but I'm pretty sure all of his fake staff are all boosted up too. So where did he get it from? Because I'll tell you right now, he didn't get it from an unvaxxed person, you know. But uh, but anyway, but I digress. So I just had I had to start it on a uh, on a on a light note just because I just thought that was kind of comical. I mean, because really we do live in a weird, weird, upside down, messed up world. I have quite a few sound clips here I wanted to get into before we actually got into the meat and potatoes of the Gerald Covenant office. Um, let's see here. There is something else too that I, there's a couple clips I wanted to play from uh, Donald uh, President Donald Trump. I think he was at um, TP USA. I want to say it was. Uh, I think that's what it was. And he made a couple of comments. I want to play this one and then another one with regards to the military here. So let's give these a couple a couple clips, a uh, quick listen to here. Let them do what they want to do to you, which is bad, bad things. We're going to take back our liberty. We're going to take back our destiny. We're going to take back very soon our country. Very soon, our country. He's not kidding when he says that. And there's a reason why he says that. He's not trying to be, you know, trying to spread hopium out there. He is very much serious. We are going to take back our country very soon. And we're going to explain that a little bit further here in a minute. But let me also play another part here that he was talking about uh, with regards to the military. Check this out. So I wanted to tell you the story about Raisin Kane. I wanted to tell you the story about those other great soldiers and how they can fight. And they're unbelievable. I'm not talking about... Millie and the guys on television. I'm talking about the real guys that we have out there. They're unbelievable people. They're unbelievable fighters. And it's something you have to hear. So he was talking about not the TV generals, right? Not the TV military generals, not those ones that you see on TV like Millie and all those guys, right? Because those are just, you know, those are clown show corporation stooges. What he's referring to is the true military, 
the real men and women in the background that are actually doing the hard, heavy lifting at the behest of the American people in assembly. Okay. And I've talked about this before, you know, they're, they're, they're carrying out what's called the 21 requisitions and that's by we, the people. And I've talked about that in the past. I believe if I recall correctly, 14 of them are completed seven more. So there's seven that are actively being carried out. Um, maybe at some point we could possibly talk about them at a later date, but, what Trump is talking about there, President Trump, is what he's talking about there are the true men and women that are really doing the hard work. They're the ones that are in the background that are actually, believe it or not, keeping this country at bay. Because have you ever noticed with all the chaos that we're seeing around the world with the crap between Ukraine and Russia, and now we're starting to see some tensions rise up between China and Taiwan, you know, have you ever noticed that really America is not at war is don't you find that amazing for some of you out there that are a little bit asleep and aren't awake don't you find that kind of amazing that america is not at war considering that typically the left is like the biggest warmongers out there and they're always trying to find a way to get go to war why because they profit off the military industrial complex they make a ton of money off of these weapons that they sell to not just you know foreign nations but they profit off war do you ever wonder why America's not at war right now physically? It's because of these great men and women that Trump is talking about. A couple more sound clips I want to talk I want to touch on because this is very interesting because it kind of gets into it kind of leads into a little bit of a segue in a way of what I want to talk about tonight. So let me see which one do I want to play first? Um uh... We're going to play this one first, okay, about how the people will stop them, the, the corporation. So we're going to play this first. So listen to this. Now, this is from the SGT report, and he was um, talking with, uh, oh, I forgot what the doctor's name, but he was also talking with Todd Callender, attorney Todd Callender, in this interview. I forgot the lady's name, Lee something or other. Forgive me for my forgetfulness, but Todd Callender. So listen to these two sound clips because it's very important that you hear this message. Listen. Empire, end quote. The desperation in the overreach coming from this administration and the puppet president is astounding. That they want the American people to just swallow the fact that because pro-American decisions are coming from, from the Supreme Court, that the Supreme Court must be ignored or stacked so those decisions can be rechanged. It's pure insanity. And again, it leads me back to my terrible analogy about what's to stop them from other insane executive orders, anti-human executive orders. Your mind it's could a, go crazy thinking about it, right? It's us. It's we, the people that will stop them. And our founders understood that. They, they said in a time of crisis that the American people will rise up. And that's why Article 3, Section 3 of the Constitution actually exists. We were given the power to undo our government or to redo it. I think that's really what we have to focus on is, is how to get these people out lawfully and reconstitute our government the way it was really designed. Did you hear that? We have to get back to things lawfully and get back to how our constitution was designed. Okay, that is what, that is what the National Assembly is doing. Okay, now every Friday I've been talking with Donna Brandenburg here who is a candidate that's running for governor on the de facto side, just so I'm clear, okay? Yes, Donna Brandenburg is running for governor on the de facto side. However, if you pay attention to how she is doing things, she is doing everything by the letter 
of the law. She is following the Constitution. She is doing everything that a candidate is, is supposed to be doing. She has not accepted PAC money, which is Political Action Committee money, if you're not familiar with PAC money. She is doing everything according to the Constitution because, again, she has always said she run. She is a constitutional conservative, a true constitutional conservative. She's not just one that wears the badge on her shirt and then behind closed doors does something completely different behind the American people's back. No, no, no. That's not what she does. And let me tell you something. As a man who is part of the assembly and who has a signed JCO with the Michigan General General Assembly, I took a lot of issue, believe it or not, I took a lot of issue with even talking with Donna, not because I it, because of her as a person or as a woman, right? Had nothing to do with that. But because of the very nature of what we represent in the de jure republic, the, we the people with the rightful power and authority over the de facto, I had a huge problem with, because I had a few people push me, oh, you should interview Donna, you should interview Donna, you should have her on your show. And I, my first reaction was, and Donna knows this, my first reaction was, why? That goes against everything that we do, you know, goes against everything in the assembly. I don't know. But then as I started talking to her on a personal level, and getting to like get to knowing what exactly her true intentions were. And let me tell you what her true intentions are. She is just like Donald, President Donald John Trump. She wants to return power back to the people. In order to do that, she has to get into the belly of the beast. Okay. And so there's a very intricate process that's, you know, that's 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 kind of taking place there. But here what's the bottom line? The bottom line is when you look at the path that she's taken, she's following the law. She's not taking money. She's not taking backroom deals. She's not, she's not getting paid off and, or, or, or playing the games of the elite that she's not doing any of that. Why do you think they hate her so much? Why do you think they wanted her off the primary, the ballot for the primaries coming up on August 2nd? Why do you think they didn't want her on here? And then once we, once she, you know, kind of, pretty much exposed for the ugliness that they are. They're no different than the Democratic Party. That's when she decided then to go take the constitutional route and ran underneath the Michigan Tax Party, uh, excuse me, the Taxpayer Party of Michigan, which is basically affiliated with the Constitutional Party. And so she's already on the ballot now for November. Forget forget the primaries, August 2nd. She's already She's already been nominated this past Saturday on the 23rd at the convention. And she's already on the ballot now. Her and uh, Melissa Caron. But again, if you actually look at her path, it's constitutional and lawful. Keyword, lawful. Now, the other part I wanted to play, and this is the last sound clip before I get it. Excuse me, I clicked the wrong button. Can you guys still hear me by chance? I need somebody to put something on the chat board. So, okay, good. I don't know what happened there. I didn't even click anything, but it took me out of the window and just completely foobarred it. My bad. Wow. I'm glad everybody can hear me. Okay, that, whew, that freaked me out there for a second. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. But um, I'm going to play one more sound clip here. 
Uh, and this is called, um, well, I'm not going to, it doesn't matter what the title is, but listen to this because this is very true. It has nothing to do with the way our government was set up. It's the people, the tyrants that run this government that, that it's wrong with this country. Listen to this by Todd Callender. Let's see. I wonder if it'll play now because I, it completely messed up on me. I wonder if it'll play. Hold on. Oh, of course it probably won't. Hmm. Of course it won't. And this is where it'll kind of blip out on me. Well, that's cool. We probably won't have any outro music now either. So that's, that's okay. I don't care. Here's here's what we're going to do, though. We're going to just get past the, the challenges here. This is one of the reasons why I can't stand Podbean, because you make one wrong click somewhere on the on the um, on this platform and you somehow get out of it and get back into the on air live screen platform here, you know, for the for Podbean. It completely screws up everything, your sound audio, everything. So whatever, no big deal. So where should I start? Let's do this. So we're just going to read the Jiro Covenant office first. So when you become a member of the assembly, now before I became a member of the assembly, I vetted them for about hmm, two and a half, three months. I think my mom did the same thing before she got involved with the Florida General Jiro Assembly. So I vetted them and I joined some meetings, listened in, tried to do some learning. And it, it was kind of overwhelming. But then once I finally decided to make the leap to become a, uh, uh, an assembly member of my county and eventually for the state of Michigan, you signed three documents. One of them is called the Declaration of Independence, circa 2010. And yes, it is in accord with the 1776 Unanimous Declaration of Independence. Then you sign what's called a Declaration of Unalienable Rights Held by Indigenous People. And then the biggin. Then you sign what's called the Jural Covenant of Office, the JCO. And so, and so the last oh, topic there here it is. is... Let me pause it for a second. There it is. I decided to want to play. Um, just had a nice little delay. So let me play this real quick before I get into reading the Jural Covenant Office. So just this is by Tad Calendar. Listen to this again from the SGT report, by the way. Oh, and, so, and so the last topic here is this unequal application of the law, which is now evident for all to see. You got these January 6th people, some of whom are still in jails, rotting in D.C. for 18 months, sitting in jail waiting for a trial, completely unconstitutional. And Simone Gold has been sentenced to 60 days in prison and a $9,500 fine because she was forced to take a plea deal because she was facing 20 years on trumped up charges. And amidst the backdrop of that, you have Colbert's production team going into the state capitol, harassing Republicans, and the charges have been dropped. So people are getting mighty well aware and mighty fed up with this unequal application of the law, Todd. And that, to me, is a big part of this tipping point. But it, it, it is. And, and actually, it's really illustrative to this whole point. So in March of 2020, when the first um, public emergency, public health emergency of international concern was declared, our health and human services declared a pandemic. Guess what happened? They, they suspended the Constitution, and that's why you are seeing what you're seeing. All of those people locked in solitary confinement are having their constitutional rights violated every day. On what basis? Because there is no Constitution applicable. And that's what happens when these public health emergencies are declared. It is a cessation, a suspension of your human rights, of your constitutional rights. And that's why we're so terrified 
of what the WHO will say. All of the legal pretext, all the steps are already in place to carry on and do exactly that. So, for instance, Biden uh, had the, the declaration of the COVID pandemic to go through the end of July. And this is why Dr. Lee and I are so sure that they have to have their next public health emergency. There's never going to give up this power. We're going to have to take it back. And when I say take it back, I want people to understand very carefully. It's the people in the positions of power that are the problem. It's not our government itself. right? Our government was actually well-crafted. We just have to take it back because the people that are there are committing treason and sedition every day. Those are a basis by themselves to get rid of them. We just have to find somebody's fortitude to, to prosecute them. Okay, did you hear what he said? Our government is crafted very well. Okay, it's just the people that's behind it, that's running it, that's running this ship into the, you know, into the iceberg, if you will. They're running it aground. Okay. And like he was saying, it's up to the people. They need to have the fortitude to move forward to 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 reinstitute proper and constitutional government. Well, Jason, how do we do that? Well, I've been telling you from the rooftops here at this microphone here at his hard line for the last since, I don't know, well, since February of this year. It's through the National Assembly. Well, Jason, what is that? Well, go check it out. www.national-assembly.com. Jason, you keep sounding like a commercial when you keep putting out that website. Yes, because it's probably going to be one of the most important websites that America and the world is going to come to know. Why is that? That is the centralized hub, the network, if you will, where all the states and counties get together. And th that's like the communication hub, if you will. Okay, that's where you're going to start finding excuse me, .net. I keep saying .com. .net. Thank you, Destry. My God, that's why we have checks and balances here. www.national-assembly.net. Not .com. .net. And that is where you're going to find all of your information, everything you need to know from the historical documents to the fundamental orders, what is it, the 1638 fundamental orders, to the Declaration of Independence, to the Jefferson Manual. Everything you need to learn is going to be there. Okay? Everything you need is going to be there. And so, again, what Todd Callender was saying is the people need to have fortitude to want to get up and make this change and, and, and take control of their government. Well, how do you do that? Well, through the assembly again. So when I joined the assembly, okay, when I joined the assembly, I signed the JCO. Now, in other places, you're going to hear terms, and again, and let me be clear, in other places that claim, quote unquote, to be an assembly, you'll hear terms like, oh, you need to paper up. You need to do a status correction. And uh, you know, steer clear of that. Because when you do a status correction, aka papering up, what you're doing is you're, you're basically submitting documents back to the corporation in order to do your quote unquote status correction so you can avoid paying taxes. Listen, not paying taxes, eliminating the federal and state taxes, yes, that's part of the benefits of what's to come that should not be the you know that should not be the goal or the end result of why we're doing what we're doing it, it has nothing to do about getting away from taxes i mean that's part and parcel about you know part and parcel of it but it has nothing to do with that it's about regaining our freedom 
And like Destry was just saying, Article 1 in the Bill of Rights, we have the right to assemble. And this is defined as self-governing. Okay. Now, with the assembly, when you sign your JCO, and we're going to get into that, but let me just be clear because it stirred a little confusion when I talked about this on a previous show. When you sign your JCO and your other two documents that I mentioned, it does not, let me repeat myself, it does not get submitted to the state, the de facto state. It does not get submitted to the de facto state. You keep the original copies, or excuse me, you keep the originals, and a copy of those three documents get made, and then the state, the de jure state, the assembly, they keep a copy for record keeping, okay? Because there has to be an accounting of all JCO holders, okay? That's the rightful state. The de jure, and what's de jure mean? Lawful. That's us, we the people, returning to original jurisdiction. De facto is basically, it's 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 in place, but it's not lawful. It's not legal. It's not lawful. It's, it's um, it's, well, it's, it's not allowed to be there. But somehow, some way, they've existed because they've stolen power from us. And somehow, the sleepy Americans over the several decades basically allowed it to happen. And so, yeah, and, and, and the reason, and that's one of the reasons I bring that up, John, because you did say that, you know, previously, in fact, my mom brought the same concern you did, because when I talked about this on a different show, I was saying that your documents, your copies of your documents that you sign get submitted to the state, both a, a man named John who became an assembly member here in Michigan, and then my mom, who's a Florida assembly member, they were both confused at what I was saying. They were like, what are you talking about? Get submitted to the state, like to, to like the actual state of Florida. And, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like when I say the state, like the the rightful government of the state, the people in assembly, the de jure, not the de facto government. In fact, just to be clear, the people in assembly, and it's very important people know this, the people in assembly do not com- do not do not communicate with the de facto government, whether if it's on the county, state, or federal level, they do not communicate with the de facto government except through public notice only. I repeat, the de jure republic, the people in assembly, lawful assembly, by the way, do not communicate with the de facto government except through public notice only. So just so I'm clear, that is how you know we are the real deal. We do not intermingle, or I guess I've heard it said this way, we, the de jure does not have intercourse with the de facto. They're two totally separate things. The two cannot mix at all. At all. And so... The reason I bring this up, and, and, and yeah, Destry just made mention here, the de facto is foreign. And here's another little, you know, a little factoid for you if you don't know this. And I'm sure if you listen to other shows like Bards FM, I think he mentioned this too. DC is a foreign 
country. It's 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 foreign land. That is not American land. It is a city state, just like the Vatican, and just like London. Those those are those that in fact the Vatican and the British Royal Crown in London they control D.C. Well, at least they did. Not anymore. They got evicted. There's a lot of UN personnel in there and uh, they're no longer there. In fact, they got evicted and there's, they, I think they had to set up shop somewhere else. And if I'm not mistaken, um, I think, I think they're in Africa. If I heard correctly, I'm not sure, but yes, you're right. You're right. Dennis DC is still on our dirt. Absolutely. But as far as the boundaries go, yeah, that's technically foreign boundaries. And so, the reason I bring all this up is because here's the thing. Americans need to step up. It's time to stop being, you know, it's, it's time to start being a part of the solution. I don't know if any of you heard uh, here in Michigan. So here, here's something interesting. Now, if this doesn't stir you up, I don't know what will, because I think we're going to start seeing more and more situations like this here in the coming weeks and months. But just this past Sunday, there was a few competing news agencies locally in Michigan that actually put out the winners of the primary, the Republican primary for the governor's race to the Senate, to the state representatives and, you know, and so forth. Yeah. They put out the winners for the race, for the primary one week before the election for the primary election that takes place on August 2nd. Now tell me this, do you think that that's a government you can trust when you have when you have the media that's complicit with the de facto government, with the cabal, do you really think your elections, your vote counts when they're already picking winners a week before the primary election? Really? Ladies and gentlemen, they are putting it out right there in broad daylight for you. They are showing you their hand. They're showing you just how blatantly in your face that they are becoming, they don't give a crap about your vote. You know what they care about? Power. They care about having control. Yeah, you're right, Lisa. Georgia's got some issues too on the de facto side, heavy issues. Glad we don't have Stacey Abrams. Ugh. I think that's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, isn't that the one that was trying to run for governor? I can't remember. So many names in so many different states, but I try not to keep too much track of the de facto. Yeah. He's de facto. I mean, we got Whitmer. We, we got enough problems up here with Whitmer. Yeah. But here's the thing. How about our Newsome? <laughs> you got you got to speed. You got to speed with Newsome. <laughs> he needs to go. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes you guys. Uh, but here's the thing, though. And all kidding aside, this is this is this is serious, though. They put out winners one week before the vote, before you voted. What the hell is that? You know how you avoid that? You get involved with your assembly. You don't have that in the assembly of people. You don't have that in the assembly of people. And so again, it's time to be part of the solution. It's time 
to phase out the de facto government and raise up the de jure. And the Republic is alive and well, and it is rising. It is not buried, as some people have said, and that's one of the biggest reasons I caught a lot of flack on a previous show. The Republic is not buried. It is alive and well, and it is risen, just like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. No more blindly following fake de facto politicians in D.C. who have no interest in you. I'm serious. The only interest they have is serving themselves. That's it. They don't care about you. And yeah, and that was the reason why they announced the winners. They all claimed to say, oh, what well, we, we were testing. We were testing our systems. Bull crap. You're telling me competing news agencies were testing their systems ironically at the same time? Don't you think there's other ways to test your news agency, you know, your, your news channel w w without putting out <laughs> results of who's winning for the uh, for the Republican primary? Really? I don't buy it. <sighs> but yeah. And so anyway, let's get into reading the JCO because this is really important. I want you to hear these words. I'm going to read it slower, slowly, because it's very important to internalize this. So the general covenant of office, it reads, so first off at the very top it says general covenant office, then Michigan jurist in, and then your county, I'm not going to say that, but county settlement. And it continues to say with right hand raised in front of three live witnesses in general assembly by your own words, pledged the following for Jural Covenant. Let me stop and pause there for just a moment because I know this created a little bit of a scuttlebutt in some states. I'm not going to say which states, but I know it caused some for people that weren't members yet. If you're a state that's still starting, clearly you may not have three members that you can use live, or maybe you're in a state like Texas or Alaska where you're so far spread apart that you can't get three live witnesses in the assembly to witness you with the, you know, with your right hand raised on the Bible in front of these three, just let to, you know, just to let you know, as long as you at least have three witnesses in general. Okay. As long as you have three witnesses in general. And I think that's what my mom did because where she's at in her County, she, she's the only one in her County. Everyone else is spread across the state of Florida. So, you don't have to, I mean, if you have an assembly, yes, that's preferred. What you want to do is, ha you know, have witnesses, three people in the assembly with your right hand raised on the Bible, you know, with your um, right hand raised in front of, like I said, three witnesses within the general assembly. But if you don't have those people in your county, in your local vicinity, as long as it's three live human beings, men or women. Okay. So just just to put that out there. And if I'm missing anything, Destry, put it in the chat board. I'll put it up there. I'm going to continue reading. So it continues to say, I declare my unalienable rights are held by indigenous power in one people assembly in this free and independent state with a firm reliance on divine providence. I will support, protect, and defend the natural God-given rights and liberty of the people of the free and independent state, Michigan. I am sentient and of free will, and by this covenant, I agree to accept and serve as a jurist serving Michigan, a free and independent state. I, Jason, and then of course my full name, do 
solemnly pledge by jural covenant to serve with county, county settlement lawfully settled within the ge geographical boundary of Michigan, a free and independent state. I will delegate power from unalienable rights held by indigenous power. If appointed or elected to any office serving the people in Michigan, a free and independent state, and I accept such calling, I will faithfully serve this office. I will uphold, support, preserve, protect, and defend my local county settlement covenant, covenant of Michigan, a free and independent state, Declaration of Independence, July 4, 1776, and the Constitution, 1789, and the Bill of Rights, circa 1791. I will perform and fulfill all jural duties and administer the laws of this free and independent state with respect to its people faithfully, impartially, peacefully, honorably, and never contrary to the law of Almighty God, presenting no one through envy, hatred, malice, covetedness, or ill will, and leaving no one unrepresented because of fear, favor, affection, reward, or enticements. Investigating without restraint all matters of knowledge of which have been brought forth unto me in such impartial capacity, keeping all such counsel and deliberations at all times secret for protection of the people. I solemnly affirm to do all of this to the best of my ability and understanding as a sacred covenant between me and the people I am about to serve, local to this free and independent state, and the Almighty Creator, so help me God. And then underneath that it says, Appalachian Autograph, may heaven and earth be one eternal witness this day, affirmed and autographed by Appalachian in grace centered in Almighty God by, and then you sign it, and then you print your name, and then you date it, and then of course your other information, and then you have three witnesses, and then they sign, and then they date it as well, then it's certified, you know, it's stamped with a certified true copy, and then on that page, you get what's called a JCO number, and it's all based upon the county you're in, the year, the month, and the day. And of course, depending on how many members signed up that day, I think the day I signed up, there's two of them. I happen to be, so like my last digit is one and the other person that, uh, the other woman that signed, um, signed her JCO was a number two. And of course it precedes a bunch of other numbers as well, but that's like your unique kind of, uh, ID for the, um, for the, you know, for the, for the, for the assembly. At your unique JCO number, your Jural Covenant Office number. Now, at the bottom of this, it continues to say, A jurist is one that knows, engages in, and will uphold matters of common law. A qualified jurist may be called, elected, or appointed to serve in positions of delegated authority for Michigan, a free and independent state. They may be called upon to serve on a jury panel as a juror, juror on a county, state, or national district grand jury, trial jury, special jury, jural assembly, or remain collected in an assembly jury pool for reserves as alternates on select committees as select office holders 
or actually seated upon one of the many juries that shall exist from the county level on up. And so here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. I know some people have talked about, I've had a guy at work, for example, when I'm, I'm still working on him and I'm not trying to pressure him, but, you know, he keeps asking questions. So I keep answering them and then I keep, you know, asking him, hey, when are you going to get involved? You keep showing interest. It's like, well, I'm definitely probably next year. It's like, okay, well, maybe next year, you know, okay, that's cool. But why not now? Because here's the thing. If you don't take action now, next year will never come. Tomorrow will never come. Life ends up happening. It's like when you have a kid, right? Or, you know, you're never ready when you to have a baby. So many people say, well, we're not ready to have a baby. We need to, we need to pay off our debt. We need to buy a house and we need to do this. We need to save up this much money in the bank. We need to buy this car. We need to have this and blah, 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 right? You're never ready. And yes, as Coastal Runner was saying, fence sitters, okay? You're either on one side of the fence or you're on the other, okay? We need people who want to cross the Rubicon, not someone that's going to sit on the shore and dip their toe in the water and be like, oh, it's just a little too cold. I don't know. I'm going to wait for the water to warm up. No, 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 no. You're either in or you're out, okay? Think about our founding fathers and what they did, crossing the Delaware, doing what they did. You think it was easy for them? Shoot, we got it. We we have it light compared to what they had to deal with back in the day. But it doesn't have to be a full-time job. Okay, does not have to be a full-time job. When you become a member of the assembly, sure, if you want to hold an office, if you get appointed or uh, nominated for an office and you so accept it, great. But here's the thing, with what's about to come here down the road, there's going to be a lot of trials against a lot of bad people, a lot of crimes against humanity, people committed treason and sedition. We need a large jury pool of people to make up these jury panels. Okay. And like Destry just said on the chat here, shame on those who do not have the testicular fortitude to step up and do what must be done. We need to do what's needs, you know, we need to do what is needed to be done. We have a nation that needs to be saved. And Rita makes a good point. She says, I wonder if people get nervous because they don't know if it's real. I have heard that from people, especially because of the groups out there doing fake groups. Yeah, that's a very valid point. But here's the thing. Do your own research. I didn't know if it was real. My mom didn't know if it was real. There's plenty of people that didn't know it was real. You know what you do? Vet. Sit in on, you could sit in on county assemblies. I sat in on county assembly uh, meetings and, and uh, you know, not just my county, but the next county over. You vet, you ask questions. You ask the tough question, ask the tough question. You have to ask the tough questions. Don't be shy. Listen, if, if, if you're not sure if it's the right one, listen, if you're afraid to ask the tough questions, then maybe you shouldn't be involved. And I'm not trying to be rude, but if you're afraid to ask the tough questions to make sure that what you're getting involved with is indeed the rightful assembly, 
then what are you doing there to begin with? Just walk back out the door. You're not going to offend anybody. You're not going to offend anybody one bit. But here's the thing. Like Destry was also saying, what scares me the, is what will happen if we do not assemble. Because if we do not assemble, you know who, keep, who takes control? That's right, they do. The remaining shards of crap called the de facto government, these pieces of garbage that are still out there, there's still some of them running around rapid. They're the ones that are going to take control if we do not step up. But see, here's the thing. We don't need a whole population. Remember, Revolutionary War was, you know, was supposedly, you know, won with only 3% of the population. We don't need a whole entire nation. I know somebody was just talking about, well, what, you know, we have been brainwashed for years. Absolutely. A whole lifetime too. Yes. It's like, like he said in his chat, you know, like Neo and the Matrix. Absolutely. And when people get awakened to the true truth, yeah, it's like, you know, you, you, you pop, you, you just, you blow a gasket, you blow a circuit and you're like, you know, but again, we don't need the whole society. We just need a few good men and women, just like Gideon's army. Yeah, exactly. Rita. It's so funny. As you said, as you type that, I see, yeah, just like Gideon's army, only 300. That's it. And David killing Goliath with just a stone. We don't need that much. So again, to address the people that aren't sure, here's the biggest famous one. Is uh, I forgot what it's called, but the uh, what is it? The, the 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 state national assembly or whatever that is. I have a couple of podcasts you should listen to. You go to hishardline.com. There's a link called assembly, and then there's two sublinks underneath that. One of them says avoid the AVR train. Click on that and listen to those two podcasts. You tell me if you want to follow an assembly of someone who takes a blood oath and has been a part of Planned Parenthood and whose husband is, well, I'll tell you what, I'll just say this because I'm not going to put it all out there. I'm just going to give you a teaser. There's a nice little criminal record that you should all look at. You can go to www.national-assembly.net on the main page. Scroll down a little bit. I think it's in red font. There's a nice, very pricey background check on a certain individual and her husband. Just click on that and read through it. It's a lot of good reading material. You'll find out a lot of truth. And you tell me if you want to follow an assembly by someone such as the likes of her, who, by the way, let me say this, was actually a part of the National Assembly. The National Assembly was the first around. And this one particular individual decided to branch off, steal a lot of the documents, rework them, reworded them, bastardized it, and now is leading so many people astray. Why? Because they want to, they want to kill the progress of the actual National Assembly. We almost got all of our states back in, I think it was back in 2019. Well, this little serpent screwed us up. And so, I don't want to say we're back to square one, but, but we're getting our footing back once again, and you're going to see some very amazing things come toward the end of the year. 
And no, that's not just some sort of prediction. That is something that uh, you should really watch. I'm going to tell you right now. There's going to be big moves that's going to be happening with the assembly. Watch Michigan. That's all I'm going to say. Watch Michigan. Here's something in, in interesting that you probably didn't know. Did you know? So the JCO was actually based off of, uh, and I hope I don't get this wrong, Destry, if you're listening, man, fact check me. But I think, if I recall correctly, the JCO was based off of the 1638 Fundamental Orders, which actually technically was our first constitution of the continental North America. And here's something else. Now, this one blew my mind. Did you know the military, when they take their oath, did you know it's based off the 1638 fundamental orders? Yeah. And you'll find a lot of references to the JCO and where it comes from. In the Field Training Manual 2000-25, which is what I've been reading a couple times a week on the EDU spot, there's a lot of references to the JCO between that Field Training Manual and the 1638 Fundamental Orders. It's, it's Like I said, that's where the JCO is based off of. A lot of people don't know that. There's a lot of truths that a lot of people don't know. And listen, I didn't know any of this. I'm going to be straight up with you guys. I didn't know any of this. What, what are we in? What, we're in uh, July going on August of 2022. I just started becoming aware of this stuff. Um, well, yeah, July or August of 2021. So coming up on a year. And I just started scouring the, uh, the National Assembly website. I just started reading and researching and doing more reading and continued research. And that's how you, uh, you know, that's how you learn. It doesn't have to be a full-time job. At the very minimum, if you become part of the assembly and you sign your JCO and you become a jural, you know, you, 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 you sign that jural covenant office, basically all you're doing is you are making yourself available as a jurist in a pool of other jurists. So when time comes to be called, no different than regular jury duty, except for the de jure, not the de facto, you do jury duty. But until that time comes, you just self-educate, read, expand your mind, educate yourself. Turn off the fake news. Turn off real housewives of God knows whatever the hell is out there. I don't even know what's on TV anymore. Turn off social media. And once you read a little bit of our history, because you know what? If you don't learn it, we stand to lose our nation to some pretty bad people. And more importantly, if we don't return back to Jesus Christ and God, we stand to lose our everything, bottom line. And so that's pretty much all there is. I mean, I got really nothing else for you. It's just read educate yourself that's all there is to it and so that's the jural covenant of office and um i'm just trying to think if there's anything else i'm missing destry if you got something let me know oh, let's see here yeah it says right here he says the amount of information in history on national is phenomenal you could spend years reading it all it's that's 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 an understatement. <laughs> He's not kidding. 
I'm kind of in the middle of reading the Jefferson Manual. I think, what was it, of 1848, I think it is, 1845. I can't remember the year now. But there's a lot of information. There's a lot of information. And it'll take you a long time to read. But here's the thing. You don't, 1854, thank you. The Jefferson Manual of 1854, very <laughs> lengthy manual. But that is basically, I mean, there's so much information that you don't have to learn it all. Again, back to the uh, the old saying, right? How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Just start with the Declaration of Independence or the Bill of Rights or the Constitution and then work to the Fundamental Orders of 1638 or the Jefferson Manual of 1854 or the Magna Carta. Okay, just start somewhere. It may not make sense to you, but at least start reading it. Absorb some of this information. And before you know it, you're going to start realizing you're going to have the lingo and you're going to know more than you even realize. And so that's all I really got for you today. Like I said, it's, it's, we need more people. We need more men and women to get involved with the assembly. We do a conference call every Thursday. You can get the information at the national website again, and I'll have it in the show notes. So don't worry about trying to find it, but I'll have the website in the show notes. But again, doesn't have to be a full-time job. Just commit, you know, little, you know, an, a half hour or so a week. That's it. That's it. Half hour to an hour. All right. And if God so calls you to accept an office that you've been appointed to or nominated for, well, pray on that and, Follow the calling of God. Again, let me just read the bottom of the JCO, just so you're so I'm clear of what the J, you know, what you are signing. And basically, all it is: a jurist is one that knows, engages in, and will uphold matters of common law. Keyword there, ladies and gentlemen, common law. A qualified jurist may be called, elected, or appointed to serve in positions of delegated authority for Michigan or whatever state you're in, a free and independent state. They may be called upon to serve a, on a jury panel as a juror on a county, state, or national district, grand jury, trial jury, special jury, jural assembly, or remain collected in an assembly jury pool for reserves as alternates on select committees as select office holders, or actually seated upon one of the many juries that shall exist from the county level on up. And believe me, there is going to be a lot of juries, there's going to be a lot of trials that are going to be taking place going forward. Because remember, it's like Antonin Scalia, the grand jury belongs to the people. The grand jury is actually the fourth branch of government. I don't know if you all know that because you've got your legislative, executive, and judicial branch as the bottom. You have we the people at the very way top. And then between we the people and the lower three branches of government, you got the grand juries, which belong to the people. That's what we make up. The grand juries serve as the referee between the lower three branches of government and we the people. Because remember, it's we the people that hold the power and authority over the lower three branches of government. With God and Jesus Christ above we the people. And yes, odd patriot, I agree with you. We do need to investigate his death because there's a beautiful thing called the contempt of the Constitution, and there is no statute of limitations. 
God, I love that law. I'm so glad for the men and women that sat down and chiseled that out and spent the many, many grueling weeks of putting that together. One of them of which is listening on this show right now. Contempt of the Constitution. That's the first common law that was put together since 1861 under the de jure republic of the United States of America. God bless those men and women that did that because that is going to be a very, very important tool going forward. And Destry was saying, I would be thrilled to be on a jury to serve justice on criminals in government. Amen. And so that's all I got for you all today. Let's see if this outro music plays, considering Podbean was being a little goofy. But as I always say, remember here at His Hard Line, we are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. The enemy has crossed the line for that last time. And we rely on the protection of divine providence. And we will do our part as warriors for Christ to hold that line. And as it states in Joshua 1, 9, I command you, be strong and steadfast, and do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Proceed forward, hardliners, and never waver, because remember, this is your land. This is your country. This is your life. You need to own it. You need to protect it. Not just for yourself, but for your future generations, your kids and your grandkids. I hope you all have a blessed day or a night wherever you're at in the world. We'll see you back here tomorrow. I'm curious to see if my outro music will play. If it doesn't, we're just going to have a moment of silence before we close it out. All right. I hope hope you all have a blessed night. Hey, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you so very much for joining us here for another His Heartline discussion. Don't forget to share this website, www.hisheartline.com. Share this podcast far and wide. And remember, as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And that's what it means to be a hardliner. We are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. We are warriors for Christ, and this is the Lord's fight. It's time to take this nation back and return God back at the top of the throne where he belongs. Thank you for joining us again, and come back again. Have a blessed night. Always there when you got faith over fear, he'll answer all your prayers. So go and tell all the people that the Lord will lead the way. I put faith over fear every day. I 
I got God in my corner, there ain't a man that could stop me I already gave my soul to him, not the Illuminati Now I got an army of people that's right beside me Heaven over Hollywood, evil can never stop me Media want you nervous, they wanna make you feel worthless The government is a circus, had to fight off these serpents Just to get back to the surface My soul is not for purchase, God's the only one I service I'm his servant Going through hardships in my darkest, I know he gon' take my hand When life get hard, it's like a promise that you gotta trust his plan Even if you don't understand, doesn't happen when you demand It gonna happen when the timing right, all your prayers they gon' be answered Have no fear when he near, he gon' take the wheel then he still When you think he gon' he appear, God he feel when you cry tears They said two weeks to slow the spread, that's turning into five years I don't believe in the devil, God the only one I fear Faith over fear Oh, God is always there when you got faith over fear. He'll answer all your prayers. So go and tell all the people that the Lord will lead the way. I put faith over fear every day. Yeah, I got faith over fear. Only one I fear is God. We all make mistakes and we all have flaws Wasn't following his laws, that's when I was so lost I'd never sell my soul for a cost When I thought I'd be better off dead I heard a voice in my head All the tears that I shed, all the blood that I bled I kept my faith strong, people laid off Just for not complying, everything I prayed for It came forward, God showed me the light Ay, I never questioned the vision I'm giving And I never questioned the journey I never questioned the blessings and lessons he sent it, So I never worry, this is bigger than a song This is my testimony to my family that's gone And to all my dead homies I'm putting y'all on my back Even when times get bad Won't forget where I came from God brought me to where I'm at Hey, the devil is a lie Only trust the most high I got love for both sides Matter of fact, there is no sides Jimmy Faith over fear Oh, God is always there When you got faith over fear He'll answer all your prayers So go and tell Hey